Hello, and welcome to the Brunch with BBB podcast, featuring your hosts, Louise Belize and Katherine Honeycutt of BBB Serving Eastern North Carolina. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Brunch with BBB. I'm Katherine. Hi guys, I'm Louise. And we're so excited to have you guys back. This is a special episode because it is featuring a small business for the month of May. Yes. So we're super excited. Our special guest, first off, is Natasha Ford. She is part of Ford's Fluent and Food Catering and Chandelier Event Venue. So, Natasha, thank you so much for joining us today. It is absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Yeah, Natasha, your name sounds so famous, Natasha Ford. I love it. I love it. Oh, stop it. You're making a gal blush. (laughs) Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. Like Catherine said, it's a pleasure to have you with us. And, you know, tell us a little bit about your business and how you got started. We would love to hear about it. Yeah, so actually, um, Fluent and Food Catering, uh, my husband and I own the companies. Um, That actually started um, about three and a half years ago. Um, You know, we were both, at the time, um, my husband was working in the restaurants. He was an executive chef, and I was in marketing, and I was at a big company for marketing, and, but I had always worked in restaurants, and to be honest, I loved the hospitality industry. Um, I love talking with people. I love food. I love everything about it. You know, and I would, you know, joke with my husband and be like, oh, I need a camera and take pictures of your work because he's extremely talented. And he'd be like, no, 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 you can't take pictures of my work because it's conflict of interest. Well, Mm -hmm. um, it came to be where um, he was laid off and we, um, you know, I told him, I said, you know, we, we really need to start, we, we really need to get into, you know, we were initially trying to do a restaurant and now, you know, it, it was a lot of uh, money to start a restaurant. So I was like, well, why don't we get into catering? Mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't one of those things where we were like, oh, I'm going to do this one day. My husband has the credentials. He has the skills. He's got his butt kicked, you know, right. during dinner service. Mm-hmm. I've worked in the restaurants all my entire life. I mean, I worked in the restaurants throughout college, before college, it was my first job. You know, I've I've always been in the industry. And so I brought the customer service and the front of the house experience to the business, as well as marketing, because that's what my degree is in. And he brought, you know, being a chef, you know, Mm -hmm. chef owned restaurants and catering businesses are the best because they know food. They know the importance of the quality of food. And so we kind of took both of our you know, our skill sets and created this business that took off by storm because we were very different. We weren't a huge, you know, company that, you know, cranked out all these events per day. We were very, very meticulous and precise about how we conducted our business and how many events we did per day. And um, so the name Fluent in Food actually came to me in a dream. Um, And actually Chandelier was started, uh, was the name came by my husband because we like to go to Vegas every year. Mm -hmm. That's our thing. We love to go to Vegas and everything. And we love to stay in the Cosmo Mm -hmm. and um, they have chandeliers everywhere. And it's just breathtaking. 
And so that's what the weddings are. They're beautiful. They're unforgettable. And so that's how the two names kind of came to be and the inception of why we even started. That's awesome. That's amazing. Now tell us what, you know, what is your favorite aspect of being a small business owner? I think that's amazing that you're a, a business owner, but tell, tell the people, you know, what's <laughs> part about it. I think the best thing about being a small business owner is, especially with John and I, like um, Chef John is my husband's name. Everything that we've created is from us. Mm. Every dish, every name, the website was created by me, our social media, the, you know, obviously we mm. have professional photographers, but it's my creative mind um, that, um, you know, created everything that we had. And so just being able to be the creative force behind the business, um, being independent, um, knowing that, you know, no matter what, it's your, you have the, you are the person that's in charge. Mm -hmm. And it's more than just a power and control thing. It's a thing like, it's, it's a matter of passion. We care so much about our product. We know our product back and forth because we created it. Yeah. And it's just so, it's so honorable to know that we are bringing home the bacon, that we worked our butts off to create yeah. this business that makes people happy, that people are, that's unforgettable. And you can't take that away from me. You know what I mean? My experience, my expertise, starting from nothing and coming to where we are is the most gratifying thing in the entire world. I love it. I love it. I love it. And with that being said, you know, with the passion and, and making it personal, um, how have you guys, or how has um, the COVID-19 impacted your business and how have you guys kind of shifted? Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's, for us, it's, it's difficult to just shift. Now, great ideas and thought out ideas really take time. So yeah. I'm not, a, I'm going to be straight up. I'm not a huge fan of the whole pivot thing because it doesn't work for everybody. Okay. Mm -hmm. We are a business where we're person. We're all about hospitality, personalization, you know, like smiling, fresh food. You know, we never did take out in the first place. That's not our thing. Everything we do is full service. Everything is high end full service. You know what I mean? So, you know, I refused to do takeout because that was never my business model. Mm -hmm. And so we don't do takeout and we, you know, obviously how are we making this work? Well, you know, we're still booking clients and everything. Um, we're still holding to our contracts for certain things. Um, but I think just the biggest thing is just standing strong in your product and your integrity and what mm -hmm. you do. Um, no matter what happens, I know that my business was not built on takeout. You know, we don't even have takeout boxes. We don't have any of that because our motto is we cook on site. Everything is fresh. You have the chef there cooking in front of you. That completely disables everything that I've created for the past couple of years if I just start doing takeout. So we haven't been doing the takeout thing. We haven't, you know, we've just been staying positive. We've been executing everything that we can possible to, you know, to succeed. We have, you know, an amazing landlord. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we've just done everything we can. I mean, it hurts us. You know, we've absolutely been impacted by this. We haven't worked since March 17th. Mm -hmm. And we are, to be honest with you, most of our, you know, we, we're going to, we can't operate till phase three, right. which will probably, I don't know when that will be, but, um, you know, our business model is different and I just, I just refuse to change everything. Right. 
you know what? Cause that's dramatic, you know, and my integrity is everything. Right. You know, Natasha, thank you for sharing. My wife and I are huge foodies. This is the reason why we work out, you know, so we can't- <laughs> You know, and we love supporting locals, especially on the weekends. We love supporting local restaurants. Tell me, how can consumers support your business during this time? And uh, where can I find you? So I think the best way to support us is, you know, just keep booking your events. You know, like you're still going to have, look, we will get back to normal. Okay, we will. It's very scary right now. And we should all, that's why we're taking precautions and we're not even opening. Even when they say, you know, phase two or phase three, like we, we physically are not opening because we want people to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not even opening till like the end of July, which is plenty of time. You know what I mean? Um, I think the biggest thing is if you know you have an event, keep, you know, book that event. And I'm going to tell you when events come back, they're going to come back strong and hard because people want to mm-hmm. celebrate life. We got through this. There are people who are hurting right now, who are scared, that don't know what to do. So let's celebrate life. Let's continue to be positive and, you know, just write reviews. If you know that, you know, we catered your event, you know, two years ago and you didn't write a review, but you loved everything, write an awesome review, you know, share your love, you know, talk about a share post, um, book your event, you know, for the next year. If you know someone that's, that's worked with us personally, um, because we work our events, my husband and I, along with our team. You know, just share the good news. Just share, share, share. You know what I mean? Because um, that's how I want to leave an impact <clears throat> is by how I made you feel. Right. You know what I mean? So I'll do anything for my clients and I love them. And I know that in turn that they will do this. They love us too. Mm-hmm. So how can you find us? You can find us on Wedding Wire. You can find us on Facebook. Um, you can find us on Instagram, I mean, we're everywhere. Um, you just type in Ford's Fluent of Food or Chandelier Event Venue um, and feel free to, you know, message us and um, share our work because we post, we still, we're still posting. Thank you so much, Natasha. And for those listening, we have them linked in the description of this podcast. So be sure to check out their social platforms, follow them, see what they're up to. Um, follow along on their journey and um, you know when they open back up then you'll be aware of that so again we just can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing a little bit about your passion and um, just the impact that your business is having on the community but also how it's impacted your life and fed your passion for people and hospitality and we're so fortunate that we were able to feature you during this month's small business spotlight so thank you. Thank you. Our next small business spotlight is your hospitality resource group. We've got Dave here, David here with us. He's a certified trainer and owner. So thank you for being with us. We're so excited to have you. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate this time. Thanks. Yeah, welcome, David. I'm sorry. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Well, thank you for being here. Um, we'll just have you kind of upfront. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about your business and how you got started. Okay. So again, um, my name is Dave. I own uh, Your Hospitality Resource Group, and uh, uh, we kind of specialize in helping individuals and company grow in a um, variety of areas um, that will help generate an uh, impact on guest experiences. That's kind of been my, my number one focus, whether it's bartending training, <clears throat> front of the house training, 
you know, and then of course, uh, some other things that I do as well, um, you know, and then kind of go from there. So, yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Now, what made you want to start this awesome business, Dave? Well, um, I was an assistant food and beverage manager in charge of training at Wakefield Plantation Country Club and um, was working on their training manual and uh, just started thinking about all the things I've done in my career over, over, over time and stuff. And um, there's a lot of good avenues of, in the restaurant and hospitality industry, but what I seem to enjoy most is the training aspect of it. I really get a, I don't know, just uh, a pat, I have a passion for it. I just have a sense of, uh, wow, this is great kind of thing, you know, that I'm able to help people. Um, you know, so I just figured it's something I enjoyed most uh, about the industry. So I thought, um, you know, what can I do about maybe possibly helping getting my experiences out there and, and helping other people achieve some of the same goals that I've achieved. I had a catering company in Columbus, Ohio. It was pretty successful with it. And I, I attribute my success to a lot of the foundations that I've gained over the years um, in customer service. You know, I mean, anybody can sell great food, but not everybody can offer, you know, really good customer service. And in fact, when I teach my bartending courses, um, I do a bartending 101 course, um, primarily over at Wake Tech, but I've done some other, some other um, uh, smaller things as well. But, um, but the thing about that is I tell the first thing I tell them out of the gate is I can teach anybody to make a rum and coke, but I can't teach everybody to be a great bartender. You know, so it just comes mm -hmm. with the personality and, and some of those type of uh, customer service type skills that, that I think are very, very important. Um, you know, and I think it's a good opportunity. So I, it's in, in some cases, in some places that I've gone, it just seems like it's becoming a lost art. It seems like it's mm -hmm. about profitability. It's about, you know, all these other different aspects. And I, and I think that, you know, the bottom line and whatnot, and it's like, you know, in order to achieve a lot of those things, you need that customer service aspect, in my opinion. And I think that some companies could probably use that a little bit more than other companies, but you know, and if I can help get that out there, then, then I'm, I'm accomplishing something. So. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's a great story. A, a lot of people um, who end up going into hospitality, I think have had some dabble in food service and it just helps you appreciate it a lot more. And um, you never realize that you, um, need or want good service until you have bad service. So that's right. great. Right. Um, I, I'm also curious, what is your favorite aspect of owning a small business? I mean, what makes you keep going every day and um, makes you want to keep going? Oh gosh, I think it's gotta be my passion, you know, um, for, for what I do. Um, I, I, I think that's probably my biggest thing. I really get up in the morning and enjoy what I do. I look forward to going to work. Um, you know, uh, that, that's a big part of it. And they say that if you really enjoy and have that passion, then, you know, it's not really work, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. Right. So um, I think that's a big part of it. Um, you know, um, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I just, uh, I think that's the biggest part of it. I just really enjoy what I do and the success stories that come out of that, you know, um, but working for myself, um, you know, it's, it's, it's got a lot of advantages and a few disadvantages, you know, when you work for yourself. I mean, there's, we just talked mm -hmm. about this earlier where, um, you know, uh, I struggle with like the social media aspect of it kind of thing. And so now I've got a lot of different hats, you know, I'm trying to train myself on how to use QuickBooks, you know, online. And then I'm trying to train myself social media all at the same time to, 
you know, I'm out there teaching classes and, and you know, offering bartending services and those other things mm -hmm. that I offer. So, um, you know, there's a lot. That's probably the only downside is with a lot mm -hmm. of hats when you start your business. But as I continue to grow, like I did with my catering company in, in uh, Columbus, Ohio, as I continue to grow, then I'm able to bring people on and that'll help, you know, allow me to focus on the things I want to focus on and let somebody else kind of handle those other type things, you know? So, yeah. but, uh, I, I enjoy doing that. It's, it's, it's giving me a great time to spend with my family as well because, um, I now have, have a little bit more control of my schedule, mm -hmm. you know, so that makes it nice being self-employed, you know? So Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Become a jack of all trades, which is something you can't learn from a textbook. So that's right. awesome. Right. Um, so, you know, course we have to ask how COVID-19 has impacted your business um you know have you had to pivot at all or change your model you know what what are you having to do there yeah it's it's been tough um I will say let, let's start with the positive <laughs> the the only one good thing that I was able to get out of COVID-19 from a business point uh stand, standpoint is that it's allowed me to sit down and um and really work on some things that um, maybe I didn't have time to do before, you know, so now what I'm doing is I'm taking this time that I haven't been working um, and, um, you know, maybe fine tuning my, my, some of my skills with my QuickBooks or with some of my social media or, um, you know, what can I do to uh, create more opportunities for myself um, so that when we do start getting um, back to work, um, I can make those, those things happen. On the downside of it, though, I haven't been working since March 11th, <laughs> as far as actually bring, generating income and stuff, you know, so um, it's been a challenge as far as, as that, that kind of stuff goes. Right. Um, so, yeah. Right. And, and you know, David, I, I heard you say that you make um, rum and coke. That's one of my favorite drinks. You have to teach me, man. Come on. <laughs> well, that's great. You know, I do. I will be offering bartending classes again after uh, July first. You know, yeah. so uh, I uh, be be sure to get get with me if you're interested. And I'll start. I'll send you a link, and uh, we'll go from there. Most definitely. Just to add one more thing, my wife was talking about making mocktails for Cinco de Mayo. So I was like, I don't know anything about this. So let me just Pinterest it really quick. So the, 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 I'm sorry. I told her that I was going to Pinterest it. That I was. Oh, going to yeah. So now I have a person that I can go to. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, and then the thing is funny is because I'm not a Pinterest kind of guy. You know, I, I've got other places that I go to to try to get my information and whatnot, you know, but but my wife is constantly sending Pinterest stuff. You know, she goes, hey, Dave, check this out. Dave, check this out. You know, yeah. so she kind of helps me with the Pinterest stuff. There's some great opportunities out there. And, uh, um, you know, and also there's, um, uh, uh, let's see, I think it's YouTube that does uh, the tipsy bartender. He is awesome. He, he's got some great recipes, but he's, he does it in a fun, great way. And so, um, I always tell people I'm going to learn to the day I die. And then even after I die, who knows, you know, kind of yeah, thing. And, um, I, I'll, I'll never say that I'm the greatest bartender in the world, but, um, um, but I, I think I do a pretty good job, but I'm always learning. And there's some great phenomenal bartenders to learn from out there. And so I'm like you, I'm always looking for ideas. <laughs> yeah, man. And I love that. And with that being said, you being an innovative business owner, you know, how can consumers support your business, especially during this time? Yeah. So unfortunately right now, because, you know, everybody's shut down, um, you know, there's not a whole lot that I can do, um, um, obviously, because everything that I do requires groups, you know. Um, and with uh, Governor Rory Cooper doing the th uh, three phases and whatnot, 
the, uh, it doesn't look like that I'm going to be able to fully do what I do until like the third phase, which pushes me into probably about the middle of June, the end of June, um, providing everything goes well. Um, <clears throat> so that being said, I'm trying to raise some opportunities. So uh, as an example, one of the things that I do is I offer a tips training course. And the tips training course, um, offer, what it does, it teaches anybody who sells and serves alcohol how to do so more responsibly. It doesn't just um, mean bartenders or, or, or um, uh, servers and, and things like that, but it's also for anybody who sells alcohol. So it could be, you know, uh, as an example, the uh, grocery store chains. You know, there's a lot of grocery store chains and stuff that have no clue what some of the responsibilities are, especially now with like the curbside service. You know, are they allowed to, is a 16 year old allowed to deliver um, food from the, from the shopping cart to the actual car? They're not allowed to do that according to, to, to North Carolina state laws. So there's a lot of different things like that that I teach as well as uh, in the tip training course, as well as, you know, how to, you know, cut people off, how to card people and, you know, how to make sure that people don't become drunk, you know, when they're serving and stuff. So there's a lot of different pieces and parts, which you'll be able to see on my website when you go there. So um, that we do offer online training for that. But if you're looking for classroom training, which a lot of people do like, um, the classroom training, uh, because it gives you that interaction and, and you can get a better understanding and making sure that people are getting the information that they need to, to you know, to do this. Um, um, I'm able to now, just about a week ago, I'm able to now offer this class through Zoom. So, you know, if somebody's interested in doing that, I can start doing that right away. Um, um, I haven't done one yet, but I'm looking forward to doing my first one. So I'm excited about that. Um, so, uh, again, you can go to my website and get some information, not so much about Zoom, but how to get a hold of me, um, or you can go to my email. Um, and then the other thing, too, is that, you know, I'm anticipating that I should hopefully, if everything goes well, be back to work. Uh, um, I'm thinking the 1st of July would be a good, safe, you know, starting point. So if anybody wants to schedule any kind of, you know, training or, or classes and things like that, um, you know, they can give me a call and we can kind of go from there and set, set up something down the road. Awesome. Thank you, Dave. So can you one more time repeat your email address and your website information? And if you want to share with our listeners your phone number where they can reach you directly, um, go ahead and share that. You know, I want to become one of your followers and get on your website and bookmark it and just start following you, Dave. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, so it's kind of long. Um, maybe one day I'll rebrand and make it a little shorter. I don't know. But I just figured, you know, it's my Your Hospitality Resource Group.com. So just, it's just my name, basically, Your Hospitality Resource Group.com, all spelled out. And then my email is um, Hospitality Resources with an S, then the number four, and then Y O U. So it's Hospitality Resources for you at gmail.com. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, my phone number 919-710-5703. And as of right now, I'm pretty much available. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, for those listening, we will include that contact information in the description of the podcast. So if you want to learn more, check out his website there, find his email, phone number, so you can set up that bartending class or just learn more about their services. Um, but again, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to share a little bit about your business, 
how you're, you know, holding up during this time. And um, we can't stress enough how important it is for consumers to support the local economy, support small businesses. And so again, we just thank you for your time and for just sharing a little bit of your story with us today. Well, absolutely. And thank you very much. And, and, and just a reminder for everybody, please, please be safe, especially as we start to open things up. We're really excited to get back to work. Um, I know I definitely am, as well as I'm sure so many others out there. Um, but let's make sure that we do it responsibly so that, you know, we can get back to work and there's no, you know, regression of, of, of what's going on. So, but uh, thank you again for this opportunity. Yes, thank Good. you. And until next time, we'll see Bye. you then. Bye. <laughs>